And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Right. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Uh, let's get into The Bachelor. Let's do a little preview of what we're going to talk about later in the television program. Oh. I like to tease a little bit up top. Okay. You ready? Yeah. We're going to go in on probably my new favorite scripted show on television. And we're talking about the right reasons because it's called Unreal. It's on Lifetime, and it's a fictional account of producing a show very much like The Bachelor. Correct. We're also going to get into some weird watches, as promised. We all kind of went went in and got a little weird with some watches. Yeah, we uh, went back to the well of Married at First Sight. Yep, Married at First Sight. The conclusion. We had the results. We're going to find out if it's a good idea or a bad idea to marry a stranger. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is going to be. Uh, and then we got a lot of news to cover. Tons of news. So let's get into it. All right. Uh, batch. So batch. they started with where we left last week, which is Which Clint. is a thing they're doing this. Have you noticed they've done that pretty much every episode this season? Um, I have a few, th- a few conspiracy theories about that. Ooh, I love a good conspiracy, especially off the top of the pod. Yeah. So Lay it on me. They've been doing it a, be, a to be continued on basically the end of every episode. Yes. And... Feel like they're going through guys very quickly, like faster than usual on this season. Like she was down to thirteen on episode two, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if it's some kind of ploy to stretch it out somehow. I wonder what the math is. I'm sure they have a system. They're like, all right, episode one we lose three, episode two Louis three, Louis three, yeah. and then episode four we lose four, and then they get down to one one one, and then we're good. So they've got it worked out, but I think that what happens is is a bunch of bros are like, oh, I was here for Britain, this sucks, and I'm leaving. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, you- also Chris Souls started with thirty women. Caitlin and Britt, yeah, he, they gave him an extra five. God. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, they gave him an extra five. Some Chris Souls news later, too. Yes. Um, and then, uh, so Britt and Caitlin only got 25. Brady was out right away because he's in love with Britt. And then she, uh, the drunk guy had to go, so that's yep. down to 23. Tony the healer just wasn't Tony, healed. Tony, he yeah. bounced, so 22. Yes. Clint, we, he then got the boot, so yep, 21. And then she's, you know, other ones that she just happened to eliminate because they sucked. A lot of, so, like, non-traditional exits. Yeah. Which makes for good TV. It's totally. been some of the best, the best parts of this season have been these non-traditional exits. Not yeah. like any of these dates are any good. Can I talk about that for a second? Sure. These dates are bad. Like, what? their sole purpose of every date is to embarrass the guys. And, and so the audience feels that, like, secondhand awkwardness, embarrassment. It's kind of funny at first, but it just seems like there's got to be another note to these dates besides, like, we're going to make them do something they're bad at. It's also, like, not sexy. It's, like, not... Another good point. Like, it's like it's not like Caitlyn's going to be like, oh, my God, he really handled himself so well wearing a sumo in that In that rap battle, I'm oh, so I'm impressed. Oh, I'm in love with him. God, when he was in the middle of that second this punchline i just i've always I wanted a guy that was great at that i know it's like that's not cute that like it's just that's not a good way to like start a relationship like you want to like build each other up before you tear each other and, down and it just kind of feels like it was like i get it when they do this a few times a season but what do we have we have stand-up comedy oh look at them they're not yeah. funny rap battle like oh they can't rap sumo wrestlers they get thrown around by a sumo wrestler like oh they can't do that and, like boxing like oh this one you know it's like it's just what was the other group date this week it was like the same thing the other oh aladdin Exactly. Yeah, was, it was like now we're gonna make them be Broadway people and dance and sing. So awkward. it's like we're gonna make these guys do stuff that they're not good at and then laugh at them is like fine. That's one of the 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 arrows in your quiver, but that can't be every arrow it in also, your quiver. It's also better once she's gotten the chance to know a few of them. Like the first day, you have yes. to like be you know doing like wearing a sumo 
outfit, if that's what you, you mm. should be calling it. <laughs> sure, diaper. <laughs> a sumo diaper. Like, that's just, like, very uncomfortable. There's not a level of familiarity and with It's also fun to see someone go out of their comfort zone, but they haven't really established what their comfort zone is yet. Right. And clearly, Chris did not go out of his comfort zone when he was on Broadway. No, he was quite comfortable. Very comfortable. It's like he'd been Extremely training. Extremely comfortable, like an old pair of pajamas, that, yeah. that Broadway dancing. <laughs> Maybe he's, like, being shirtless. Like, I feel like the open vest, no shirt underneath. Like, if you are, like, into your body, that could be a, like, a look so, that you like. Just a quick backup if you haven't watched the show. They're on a date where, like, there's five guys. They all do some sort of, like, Broadway audition for these very Broadway people. And then one guy gets selected. And then him and Caitlin are going to be, like, in the production they're that night. They're in Aladdin. So they get dressed up. They're in Aladdin. And they're all, like, like excited. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. I'm going to be on Broadway. This has always been a dream of mine or whatever. This is what it ends up being. A guy walks over, grabs them, like, holds them, walks them to a spot. They stand there, and then the same guy grabs them and walks them away. They, it's like they could, like honestly, like my son is two years old. He could have done that. Like I've he another, could have done that. Another conspiracy theory here. Uh, wow, I like this Illuminati Juliet. Yeah, well, Aladdin is a Disney property, so it's a Disney musical. Mm-hmm. They, as is Grantland.com as and is, ESPN. ESPN. Yes. ESPN. <laughs> full disclosure. And The Bachelor. So ESPN is going to be the ESPN. name of something soon. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I should I shouldn't even let that one out on the podcast. Totally. I'm gonna pitch that up the ladder. Maybe we should cut this. ESPN on. ESPN Always on, on now. ESPN on now. Yeah. Something ESP. Like that. Oh, it's ESP on. Yeah. There you go. Sounds weird. Oh, that does sound a little weird. Anyway, they probably couldn't get any Broadway show to let them do this, so they're probably like, the last resort was going to like something. With, no, and- they've probably done Lion King already. I think they actually like, have. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're just going through Disney properties, which right. is fine. Yeah, of course. It's free, you know what I mean? Also, like, the, uh, the like if I was at a producer of a musical, I'd be like, no, we're not That's giving the thing. It's like, I'm not this. against corporate synergy, you no. know what I mean? It's like, sure, like, they're allowed to do it. It's a, you know, it's a I believe in it. That's show. how I get to go to yeah. Disneyland for free. <laughs> yeah, it's so. not that big a deal. <laughs> I support it. Um, the dates have been bad, except the Metropolitan Museum of Art date was amazing. However, I hate Jared. Why? My wife cannot stand Jared. Wait, I just want to go, before we get into that, like, let's just set up the date, because it was it yes. was amazing. So, yes. of course, well, one side note is they were in New York for almost a whole episode. Horrendous New York weather. It was, it was snowing. It weather. was raining. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It, they went on a helicopter ride, but they had to, like, stay 10 yeah. feet off the ground because they were, like, under the fog. Um, I was thinking, I think it was, like, week four, so it must have been mid-April. So that's kind of the point where you're like, wow, winter's been so long. I just want the freaking sun. Yeah, but the thing is, is mid-April is, like, it could either be, like, 85 degrees and sunny and, like, the best day of the year. Yeah. Or it could be, like, oh, Snowing. it's still winter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it could, like if you're a producer of the show, like, you can't plan for the, the no. mid-April weather in New York. So they did have all indoor dates, which was smart. Anyway, yeah. the Met date, she dressed up he dresses up and then they have the metropolitan museum of art to themselves. themselves yeah it's amazing it's like so, it's like the, that's the coolest thing and, I, they're, and they're he's wearing a tux yeah she's, wearing, she's wearing a beautiful a gown. gown it was like that that was some that would be a nice date yeah I, I can't think of anything better it'd be like, hard not to like make out with somebody you know, just, you know just I mean? for the story i <laughs> yes, was alone yes. in the met and i made, I, and out, I with made out with some guy yeah like, like that happened there are literally books about being like a fantasize of being alone in the Met, like at are at there night. literally? Yes, the mix of files of Mrs. Basilie Frankweiler. <laughs> I read that. That scene is very short. It's not a book about they, that. But like they first run of all, away Julie, to the you Met. think I read that book? Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they did. Like, I can barely read the rundown. <laughs> One of my favorite books as a child. Anyway, um, that was amazing. And then they have dinner in the Temple of Dendor, which is, like, really cool. It was, like, and then also... An- is the Temple of Dendor, is that in Dorne? Or is, it, or is that... <laughs> 
or is that a, in Westeros? I can't remember. Is it Kings outside of King by the Vale? No, it's right? part of Bravos, actually. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I it's always forget the Bravosian Temple. It's also part of an iconic scene in uh, When Harry Met Sally. Whatever, yeah, I was about to say, whatever movie you're about to say, I have not seen. I've never seen him in Harry Potter. What? Never seen it. Get out of here. Says the woman who's never seen, like, Goodfellas or something. I've seen Goodfellas, but, like, okay. two years ago. But I, when yeah. Harry Potter Sally's really good. Anyway, they have, like, a, there's a, they have a date there, too. Well, they're not dating yet. But anyway, it's just, like, that's, like, incredible. And then they, she wasted on Jared, whose face I cannot stand to look at. So one thing they did on this date is they put him in a tux and they dressed him up. And, and finally, they shaved him. No, finally someone was like, dude. This hair over the ears thing has got to, and he's like, "No, that's my look." And like, there's like, a, there's a stylist. It's like, Jared, I'm going to drug you and put you out and do this to you if you don't comply right now. <laughs> and, uh, but he looked better, way better. Yeah, but I still couldn't stand to look. Also, the shaving. He's the only person who I who I don't like stubble on. Who, well, it's because it's, he's got some patchy ass stubble. Like it's 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 all over the place. It's like a really 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 poorly tended lawn. You know what I mean? It's just like. <laughs> It's overgrown over here. He's there's nothing the, over here. He's a victim of the drought right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's like the, the mailman doesn't even want to like go deliver the mail. Like if this person cares so little about their lawn, they don't care about my life. Either. Totally, totally. Um, and he then was really it sucked for him because she could she was like having the best date she's ever going to have location with the, wise. Not a great guy. With a not great, not a great guy, and she's distracted by Normcore and Nick coming back. Here's the thing I have to say about her. And I, I wondered this, putting myself in her shoes. Have you ever put yourself in the shoes of the Bachelorette while watching the show, Juliet? Can't say that I have. Okay. I would never, you wouldn't, you're not that type of person. Never. <laughs> so I think that she's on this date. She knows Jared's not going to be her husband, right? But she also knows that, that it's not so bad that, he's, that she knows he's going to get the rose yeah. at the end of the date, right? So, he's, so she's like in between on him. Not going to be my husband, but I'm not going to kick him off right now. So she ends up like giving him like sympathy makeouts or more like situational makeouts. Yeah. It's more just like I'm in the mat, like you just kind of do, but she knows it's not going anywhere with this guy. And I feel like she does a lot of that. She does a lot of just contextual makeouts. She's just like, I, this guy just said something cool and it's raining out and we're underneath an awning, so let's just make out. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't think that she like is, is uh, and I don't mind. I enjoy this just as a viewer, but I don't think she's necessarily as like I'm gonna make out with the guys that I'm interested in and not the other guys, which I've seen in the past a little bit. Sure, like she's she, she doesn't discriminate; she regulates. Which I'm I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board with her. Totally. I like her as a bachelorette. I, st- I still don't think she's found her legs yet, but I'm not sure she's that comfortable. That, because everybody keeps leaving. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course she's not that comfortable. Half the guys want her friend Brit, and you know what I mean? And they're, like, they're poisoning the, the system. Totally. Totally. And Jared just, like, he doesn't bring anything to the table. He, I'm sure he's going to find happiness and someone will love Good him. Good boxer. Maybe he'll be, like, a featherweight. Good athlete. Yeah. Cleans up nicely. Like, he, you're, that's, like, a phrase he use, like, as a joke. Like, oh, cleans up nicely. He literally, he actually He actually does, does clean up clean nicely. Up but the thing is, clean up nicely is not a compliment. No, it's like you look bad it's the It's like you the need to be cleaned up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if anyone ever says you clean up nicely, what they're really saying is you're dirty. Yeah, like, wow, I didn't know you were capable of yes, like this. <laughs> yes, I did. I never looked at you as an attractive person before. <laughs> but now that you've got this clothes on and you've changed the way, you know, your hair goes, you're there. He was, honestly, a minor part of the episode. It was mostly devoted to the return of Nick Vile. Normcore, which, which is yeah. hilarious. His last name is Vile because, like, he's kind of vile. A, a little bit, a little bit. So Normcore Nick, back in the scene. If you don't know, Normcore Nick was on Andy's season, and at he went pretty far in Andy's season. Not only did he go far in Andy's season, he went far with Andy. And how do we know this? Because at the Mentel All Special or the reunion after the thing, whatever the hell we're calling this nowadays, he basically outed the fact that the two of them had uh, coital relations. 
but he said in such a way on national TV that he did it in a vindictive manner as a kind of like, oh, you hurt me? Well, now I'm going to do this to you. Right. And which is just like... It's a. It's just. I don't know. It's like. I'm not gonna say it's like against a certain code. It's just sort of. It's like a kind of a bad person thing to do. You know what I mean? It's like there is sort of some. There's something about a sexual encounter that's there's some sort of implicit secrecy there. Is sure. that a bad read? No. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like there is something about having a sexual encounter with someone else that it is an unspoken like, hey, we're not gonna. You know what I mean? Like holler about this all the time. Right. Also on the show, you let the cameras in so much there has to be like some spaces that is not for everyone what's that space called the fantasy suite the fan- where did they have sex in the fantasy suite so the whole idea is that the, again like the whole idea is that the cameras aren't there so we can do whatever we want so then when the cameras are on him and he's a little hurt he's like ah oh, well then why'd you have sex with me but he's doing it in a way like he said why'd you make love too yeah and he did it in a way that was more like like you were using me for sex? Yeah, it was you like very I mean? accusatory. Yeah, but it really it was Andy's there like, dude, I'm about to get engaged. Like, you know what I mean? I got to give it a shot. Also, you know what like, I mean? Like, I'm just testing you out. Dude. Yeah. It's not, it's not my we fault need, that we you need didn't to, perform. We need yeah. to know if we were a match. Yeah, that was exactly. Um, so he claims, they claim they've never met, but they've only texted. Why do you say claim? Um... I don't know. It just seems like if you're, no, no, no. Be honest. You say claim because you don't believe it. That's the only reason you say claim. Yeah, I don't believe it. So what do you think? She's a little too excited to see him. A little too like torn about him. I think if she hadn't really like met him or or anything, she'd be less like torn about what to do. Okay, so now you still have it in play that the on the this season on her coital confirmation. You still have it in play that it's Nick, even though she said that they've never met, let alone touched. Well, you're assuming that the coil confirmation is pre-show. I'm, I'm not. It could be oh. mid-show. I don't know what the coil confirmation is. Those, you know, they'll edit anything together. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like they can edit anything in the world to make it look like anything happened. Yeah, it still could be. It's just a naked guy next. running through a golf course. They make it look like he's running away from a coil encounter. It's just like it's like what is this? <laughs> he's holding a golf club. <laughs> so stupid. Um, I just don't. I, she just seemed like a little too um, excited with that about him. I don't know. It just seemed like she she had a reason to care about him. Do you him. think she has made out with Nick before the makeout that we saw sitting on the dock of the bay this episode? It was very natural. It seemed like we had like a rhythm it's together. not an answer to the question, Julia yes. Littman. You do. No, so, I, not, so no, no, you said yes. Well, you forced me into it, I feel. What do you mean? I, I don't... What, were you leading the witness? Is that an <laughs> objection? What? I, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but... Answer it seems, the question. seems possible. It seems possible. So now... You're setting up a scenario in which Caitlin has lied to Chris Harrison, who my grandmother-in-law refers to as the boss man. <laughs> Love it. It's great. She's like, here comes the boss man. Uh-oh. So you think that she's lying on national television? Um, I guess so. I guess that would be the conclusion here. I don't know. There has to be some kind of gray area. I don't want to call so, Caitlin a liar. Okay. I like Caitlin. I don't think she's lying. It's going to be weird. It's a weird thing to lie about, too. Like, why? There's not a lot of motivation there, unless they're in cahoots. It all is strange. But what's most important about all of this, Julia, we haven't even touched on it yet. Is how upset the guys get? Is No. How upset Ryan Schnozling yeah, got. Yeah, the Schnoz. The Schnoz took it so bad. He took it really hard. And I do have to say, Ryan Schnozling is not my intellectual property. That is the Bill work Simmons. of one Bill Simmons. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> um, Ryan Schnozling was like... If she's considering, she's she said that her husband's in this room, so she's considering bringing another guy. I mean, she's having second thoughts, and I thought we had a really deep connection, and I don't understand why she would say that. And he was like really upset. Also, 
I find that um, they they shot him, or like somehow the way that interview bite was given, it was shot in like a less flattering light than the schnoz usually gets. Like <laughs> Juliet, I'm serious. I'm serious. Juliet, you ride so hard for the schnoz. Basically, what you're saying is he he was he was lit wrong. That's why he didn't look great. That's one of it. Yeah, it's part yeah. of it. I think. Well, that's so. how you know. Here's the thing: is we've got Carlos back there, and I always I'm always looking great here in the <laughs> Grantland studio. Um. And uh, he was really upset, and it's really I mean, like that's like a it's, a it's a real knock against the schnoz. Here's the thing: it does not, it does, it's not a good look to be like, oh, I can't believe this new guy is here. Right. I'm here's the you know what I mean. Every time I go on the Bachelorette as a contestant, when they enter, when the new guy comes in, you have to take the stance whether you truly believe it or not of. You can bring anyone in here. You can bring Brad Pitt, George Clooney, whoever. Like, bring Justin Biebs, whatever. Whoever you got, bring them in here. Add them to the pool. Because if it's meant to be between me and Caitlin... It will be. Then it will be. You know what I mean? Because the rest of our lives, there are going to be other men in her life. And if it's if if, if they can tempt her away from me, then this is not going to be a marriage that's right. going to work. She needs to choose me first and always going forward. So, like, yes. let, let this be the Bring first Bring it test. on. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's it has to be an open tryout. You know what I mean? It can't <laughs> be a closed, a closed gym. I, I agree with you completely. And also, like, schnoz. Just play it a little cooler. Yeah. Like, that's the, you're the even schnoz, if you feel dude. that way. Keep it inside exactly. or keep it off camera. Yeah, dude, like, don't you know hiding your feelings is, like, part of the key yes. to, to, to having these, these it's, you know, relationships. It's also the key to, like, having emotional superiority and, like, keeping control. Don't show your yeah, hand. Yeah, dude. When you're married for 10 years, you can completely be vulnerable and open up. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? But, like, right now days. is not the time. <laughs> she doesn't want to know the real you, dude. This is part of courtship. Yeah. You don't just show your real self during courtship. What do you think this is? Honesty? Also, if you're not going to win, make your best play for being The Bachelor. And we're not looking... Again. We're not looking for someone who's like gonna lose his sh when some yeah. guy comes walking into the room. No, also Norm Cornick is not that great, so don't worry about it. He's really not. And another thing is, uh, Norm, there's something about Norm Cornick. He's like an inch away from being like the best. Like he's just like uh, he's very attractive, but not that attractive. Wait, 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 wait. What's he look like? Wait, wait, wait. You're just <laughs> dropping a very attractive no, I, I label on Norm Cord Nick. You cannot take that back. That's going to follow you for the rest of your life. I'm writing it down. What is the time code on this bite? I'm going to take, all right, it's it's the 11th of June at 12.9. I want to keep that forever. Norm Cord Nick is quote unquote very attractive. He's not actually, like, he's like objectively, like, not bad looking. That's what I'm going to go You went with. from very attractive to objectively not bad looking. Can I be generous on this podcast? Like, I don't, why do I always have to be insulting <laughs> no. people? Okay, let me just say, I would say that he is certainly above average and yeah. he's a good looking guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. I like to bust your balls a little bit. That's what I do. This is part of my thing. <laughs> but like, just like you're trying to get me to be mean about everyone today. No, 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 no. And can he's I just like, be nice? He's a good looking guy. So now continue being mean about Norm <laughs> He's good looking, but not that good looking. He's nice, but not that nice. Yeah, I, he's not even that nice. He's just like, there's something like mischievous From about Milwaukee, him. From Milwaukee, though, you have to be nice. They don't have mean people eh, in Milwaukee. You know, I can. T I, that's not really a, a plus to me. I was gonna okay. say he's very Midwestern. Like that's you know, it's fine. It's just like that's not like. It's just like he's not that great. Like Schnoz, you got this. Nashville's yeah, cooler than Milwaukee. Yeah, you're at, better also, looking than all, him. Schnoz, not from Nashville. Maybe you've done some Schnoz research, which wouldn't he's get like past from me. Or he's from Windsor Lock, Connecticut. Yeah, I believe he's a personal trainer. I'm not sure though. Okay, but he's adopted Nashville. That's did you cool. See, they, didn't did Schnoz like show his body this week, or maybe on the next week on or something? No, Schnoz works out. Yeah, he's because he hangs Schnoz, out with Ron, who also Schnoz works out. Schnoz works out. <laughs>
<laughs> I love the schnoz. He does. I, what I see, it was on Huffington Post or somewhere. They had like social media posts of like some of the. I want to say. Anyway, Were you reading reality, Steve. No, no, no. It was it was Huffington Post. I think I, maybe it was reality, Steve. Something, but it was it was. I don't want to get into the context, but it was um, the schnoz taking a picture with Gigi Haddad. Oh, yeah. So Schnaz is like running in those circles. Like if you're Gigi. running, if you're She's running top... in the Gigi circle, then like what are you worried about Norcore Nick for, dude? Gigi is like top of the top of the A list in the like model scene these days. I know, but you never know. It can always be like Gigi's walking by on her and way he to the bathroom. <laughs> He's just like, hey, can I have a picture? So you never. It's not like they're just like texting all day. You know what I mean? You never really know exactly where they are in the spectrum of friendship. Um, she's dating Joe Jonas now, Gigi. Oh, God. I wish I didn't know that yeah. information because I hold her in very high esteem. She went from Cody Simpson, who's like a second-rate oh, pop star from Australia, God. Sometimes to you Joe forget. Jonas. Like, she's like 21. You not know what even. I mean? yeah. She's 19. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like you're she 21. Of course drink. you're not making these good decisions. Yeah. I'm sure she's never had a drink in her life. No, never. But there's, if you were a model, I would avoid alcohol. It makes you bloat. Anyway. Um, back to Norm Cornick. So she lets him on after like much deliberation. I don't want mm. you to go on the date. I don't want you to move into the house, but like stick around. And then he moves in, and that's where it cuts off. I just, I wish Caitlin, I think she's going to get more confident later in the season, but I think that the play for her is not to go out and be like, hey, I might have this guy on. I'm t- t- telling the guys, and then be like, I'm going to take the night to think about it. And then the next day, be like, yes, I am. The play is this is like, look, like I'm going to marry one of you. And I'm going to make this decision that's going to affect the rest of my life. And I want to be absolutely like positive about that decision. Because of that, I'm entering Normcore Nick into this circle because I just want to be sure. Right. It doesn't change any of my connections with any of you. It's just I, It just strengthens the, the connection with the person that I select. Yeah. That, I've, that, I, that I have now entered all of these potential husbands and you're the one I selected like she needs to be like definitive about her decision making instead of like I don't know what you guys think like yeah I'm gonna think about it tonight and we'll talk tomorrow and I don't know why I'm using that voice for her because she sounds something like that alternately you could also just be like I'm really flattered he came all the way here for me and I think it'd be rude to send him away right now no see again make a choice like that's basically an excuse I, I would accept excuse. it. I, would accept I, I it. wouldn't. I wouldn't. It, see, that would upset me if I was if I was a Shanaz. I'd be like, dude, like, why are you kind of like semi lying to me about this? I don't care about his logistical travel. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, he can get right Logistics back on the flight. Have nothing to do yeah, with exactly. That. He can get right back on the flight, man. I'll I'll pay, give him cab fare to get to you know LAX. Where's he going, JFK? The most frustrating thing about this episode was Caitlin needed to talk it over with someone she trusts, so she goes to get her hair done by Ashley S. Who's crazy? Yeah, who's crazy? That's like you don't trust Ashley S. She doesn't seem capable of forming full sentences. She, I, I haven't heard her give a coherent sentence to date, and she's been on TV quite a bit now. So if you don't know who Ashley S is, she was in the last season, Chris Sewell season, and she went absolutely bonkers. At one point, she they went to a paintball thing where she completely flipped out and thought she was in Costa Mesa and started like she's like get, like the women didn't even want to be around her with the paintball gun. She's wandering off like she went nuts. It was also like dark, and they had like some like some, like farm date and she yeah. was like this is i don't know she's crazy she went nuts and here's the thing was not only would you not get advice from her you wouldn't let her do your hair i know i didn't even i know also her hair looked worse than last time i saw her so whatever caitlin goes to get her hair done it's mm-hmm. also like if you're blow drying someone's hair it's hard to hear there's a lot another good point it's like it's just weird also i don't like i would never want my friend to like wait on me that way where i was like both like make me look better and listen to my problems like that's like a big I know, ass but you know that's yeah, this I, isn't real life yeah, yeah. i get it i get <laughs> yeah, it yeah. okay so then she gets her hair done supposedly like for the date that night mm-hmm. with um jared at the met 
And then in between that, though, so she leaves. She's had her hair like blown out. She leaves the salon. She goes to meet Nick on the corner of 6th and B, which is so weird. Um, it must be. Alphabet City. Yeah. No, I know where it is, but I'm saying where's the hair salon? Somewhere around there. But like, Ashley well, S. doesn't strike me as an East Village type of chick. I know, but it's just like, it's not quite as gritty as it once was. So maybe, Fair. Maybe she's yeah. more comfortable <laughs> yeah, there yeah. now. Anyway, that's just a really weird place for them to meet. Like, so random. One block away from 7B, one of the best bars in New York City. <laughs> and they have, like, a conversation. But her hair is, like, in a very styled, like, braid. Like, yeah. it's like a style she did not get from Ashley. No, she left Ashley's salon, looked right at the producer and said, okay, let's go get my hair done now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she leaves Nick, and again, she's a third hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And it was just weird that her going to get her hair done was such an important plot point this week, and then, like, the rest of the steps didn't follow. It didn't make sense. So, am I supposed to assume that Ashley S. is bad at doing hair and I shouldn't go there? Yeah. That's what you're supposed. That's okay. what you're supposed to assume. Uh, the crazy, that's my main you shouldn't let away. the crazy woman, crazy woman do your hair. One thing before we move on, because we have to move on. Norcor Nick, really concerned. Uh, I am concerned about his logistics a little bit, but only in this sense. How much clothes did he bring? Okay, I had the same thought. How much clothes did he bring? You know what I mean? It's like so you went, you fly to New York for what a quote unquote weekend or like a couple days to hang out with Ashley I, who you've never met before. She looks great, by the way. She always looks good. She looks always looks better, good, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. Well, something tells me we'll see more of her. Yeah, <laughs> see you in paradise. Yes, and uh, and it's like, how did you pack like suits? Did you like how many did V-necks you pack, did you bring? Did you pack the full like V-neck package that they ask you to pack? You know? Yeah, I know. Like, how many colors did he go for? How many zip ups? These are staples of the Bachelor, and if he didn't have room for them, he might be in trouble. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I also I know like when Tony left last week, he packed his luggage and he had like what's called a soft trunk, which is like a gigantic duffel bag, basically. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. Had, it's like he Tony had brought everything he owned, whereas Nick maybe he could have borrowed some clothes. Yeah, like a roll on. Yeah. It was like yeah, it was it was like a bit. It was a bag you'd have to check. Not big enough for the entire length of The Bachelor. No, no chance. Although there's only six weeks to go at this point. I think six weeks? Week he had like a roll-on. It was rolling. Dude, that's six Maybe weeks. Maybe he just assumed he'd be going to warm places, so he if only brought like If you were going shorts. somewhere for six weeks, how many bags are you taking? Well, um... And you're going to be on television? Yeah, And like you're going to have 7, to do formal 000. wear and a casual lot. wear? It's a like lot. basically all of my yeah, clothes. What, what yeah. I, did he bring a suit? How did he pack that? That's what I'm saying. Does he, does like, like, a there's a lot. There's some, something's going on. I think he's got a second bag back there. Huh. 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 Interesting. We'll see. I'll keep an eye on his uh, on his his wardrobe throughout I, the season. Norm Cornick is good for the show. Oh, we just need to mention one thing, and then we can move on. Okay. Justin, his hair, longer in the front, shorter in the opposite. Oh, reverse, oh. reverse mullet. Yeah, that, it was it. It was like a. Uh, it was really ugly. It looked like he looked like he walked out of some like a Soul Asylum video from 1995. It looked yes, it looked like kind of like Bjorkish. You it know was what I mean? really bad. It was something. It was, it was re- something. I think he's out next week anyway. So yeah, Justin, get a haircut. Huge lips on that guy though. I I kind of like him. I can't believe he got a rose. I don't think he deserved it. It's just probably like he was not going to be on the show at all anymore. So they wanted to give him like one moment or something. Sure. A lot to look forward to. Ian calls her out next week. So now let's let's turn our attention to a show that we both like. Yeah. I didn't expect to like. Yeah. It is a ba- it's a fictional account behind the scenes of the production of essentially The Bachelor, right. which they call Everlasting. Right. Oh yeah, I couldn't remember the name of it. I yeah. think in last week when we had spoken about it, I was into it, but I didn't like wasn't like really in. I played closer attention this week, and I, now I, I really like it. I like it. it. It's a it's a uh, the the fe- the lead is a female producer of the show, but not sort of in charge. She's sort of like a field producer, kind of like you know gets her hands dirty, talks to the cast a lot, and she is sort of like. 
she's like pinned as like the crazy one who had a breakdown last season on camera. Yeah. But she's also got like a gift. You know what I mean? Like what Stephen Curry is to she like connects. jump shots, she is to like getting sound bites yeah. from the cast. You know what I mean? She's like this magical producer that like all the other producers hate because she's the the boss's favorite because she's crazy and she's the wild card. You know what I mean? But it's working. I don't like they called her Goldie. Her name's Rachel Goldberg and her nickname is Goldie. I don't like that. Oh, I didn't. I, I was I wondered why they called her that. I thought maybe she had like blonde hair at some point or something. I didn't really get it. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a bad nickname. I don't like it. I don't care for Go it. Great ASAP Rocky song, though. Google that. Totally. Yeah, really sure. good ASAP Rocky I don't know song. it, but I take your word yeah, for it. Excellent, excellent. Um, if your name is Rachel, like, Rach is just so easy to say. It's hard to move yeah. away from it, you know? Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Uh, I I like the I like that character, Shuri Appleby's character, very much, which, like, is enough to carry the show for me. Plus, I, I like the uh, the guy who plays The Bachelor, the suitor, as they call him. Oh, the suitor? Yeah, I he his character hasn't really formed enough for me. I mean, obviously, he's, like, the guy with the heart of gold, like, being put in this position of questionable ethics. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they're, like, doing to him. But he doesn't have, like, I don't know. They haven't, they haven't like, given us a lot of, from him. Like, mm-hmm. is he scared? Is he happy? What If I could write, if you had me write down his character traits, I wouldn't even know what to say. He reminds like, me of the, of the guy from Mid and Chelsea, Spencer, I forget his last name, who then went on The British Bachelor. Mm. So I, maybe I'm projecting that personality on Perhaps him. a bit. Perhaps a bit, They yeah. did. I like that they owned up the, you know, the much discussed on this podcast sort of, like, minority problem yeah, that they have at the, at the Bachelor. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they have a, um, you know, a black producer who is, like, you know, who speaks with with a couple? You know, they did very like tropey things. Like, we need you to be the, be the our, Amorosa. You know, yeah, yeah. You mean you to be the Amorosa? And one chick is like, I went to Spellman. I'm not going to be the Amorosa. And the other chick is like, I'll do it. You know. So it was like, it was interesting. I I don't think that's a word for word how it goes down. No. But there is like, I think the producers discuss things like that. Like, what? Who are you on the show? And What's your story? This is what gets you screen time. And I, you can tell they say the word your story a lot. Totally. You know what I mean? Like because when Kelsey Cal- was like, I love my story. Yeah. Like, it's like obviously she learned that language from someplace. I'm also curious of like how they researched this. Um, I believe that one of the writers used to work on The Bachelor. They ha- you need one person that yeah. used to to like just to like fact check it a little bit. Yeah, and it's definitely an extreme, exaggerated version of what making The yes. Bachelor is like. Uh, yes, I mean I think that they've they like the way I look at it is they treat making The Bachelor the same way that we treat like making a live show like a live studio show like there's this control room environment where everything's happening at once and you need to kind of it's like this chaos that that, that unfolds and you have to sort of like you know hang on to keep it all under control and hopefully the hour's over but like in reality they just shoot for hours and hours and hours and take it into post production and then watch those hours and hours and hours and craft whatever they want out of it. Right. So that they, but like, so for the immediacy of the show to make the storylines feel important, they have to kind of like treat it like it's like having like a live show, which I think would be excellent, which no one's really nailed yet. Totally. The like live dating show. They did a little bit on that. E show, remember what was it called? No, I remember? don't. Yeah, you do, dude. Every week, the six when we talked about it on this podcast, there was like six. One guy looked like J. A. Adande. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that Bravo show, yeah, the yeah, Singles yeah, Project. Yeah. Yes, the Singles Project, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, I like it though. Also, I think it's interesting that they like have given her the the main character like a drug like a money problem like she's motivated by trying to get her life back together which yeah. is interesting and then they have like a bounty they're like whoever finds me the vil- best villain gets five thousand dollars it's like that's not that's not happening in real life i like that though you know what I, mean? I liked it too <laughs> i wish there was those kind of rewards at my job oh there's cash up for grabs today okay <laughs> yeah, i will yeah, work yeah, a little yeah. bit harder <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That'd be awesome. It's um, good. I, I it's on Lifetime. And, there's like kind uh, of like a dearth of scripted shows in my life right now. And also, just like I look, I'm not gonna like lie. Like I was kind of biased just because it's a Lifetime show. I was like, I'm not gonna be into this. You know what I mean? Is it gonna be like one of those like sort of like Lindsay Lohan canyons, like sort of campy, stupid things? But it's not. It's a good scripted show. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, Marty Knoxon, who's one of the writers, I think she might be one of the showrunners. She's like been around the way a lot. Like she's written on a lot of shows that I like. Grey's Anatomy. So good. <laughs> I'm like in the Sean diverse. So like you know, she's like has a, a good pedigree for it. Yeah. Let's move on to Married at First Sight. Oh my god, it was the finale this week. We found out if the couple stayed together. Married at First Sight. There are three couples that were matched by matchmakers. They met at the altar, all got married, and then they have a six week journey experience, whatever okay. the hell they're calling it. Journey. Journey. Experiment. Experiment. Experiment, they're calling it. Yeah. A six-week experiment. This experiment. And at the end, they sit down they and decide like the whether first, or not they're going to get married. They act like they're like the first human. This experiment that we call yeah, life. That we call marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, Ryan and Jessica, I, like a few weeks ago, we were like, they should end it now. There's no way they could stay together. If you together. don't watch the show, they're There's, both sort of like New Yorkers. She's from the Bronx. She's from Staten Island. They're younger. They're, you know, they're certainly like younger, and they really... They were liked really... each other for like two days. Yeah, they were. And then they really didn't. They didn't talk for they a had, while. They had sex on their wedding night. The only couple that did. Yeah, and they had, they didn't talk for like like days, and they hated it was each other. So sad. They it argued was... about money. They hated each it's other. It's horrible to watch. They were yeah. mean to each other. They it just... made me uncomfortable. They hurt each other, and that was the first four weeks of their relationship. But the last two weeks, they were like bliss. They were all so roses. Happy. Yeah. yeah. And so they decided to stay together. And I cannot believe it. Like, she seemed more tentative than him. And she was like, yeah, I need to figure out if this is the right thing for my future. And she decides, yes, it is the right thing. We're staying married. And I just, I can, I cannot believe it. This is what they should have done. I was thinking about it. If I was on the show, which I would never be. I've, it's like so insane that people do this show. <laughs> it's also insane that I felt I had to explain that. Yeah, but I know. I- <laughs> you're like, if I was on this show, then you're like, no, 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 I have to explain. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't actually be on that show. Okay, but here's what you do. If you like each other, even if it's bliss the whole six weeks, yeah. you say, okay, we really like each other. Let's get divorced. Start over. No pressure. Let's just date. Let's yeah. just see how it goes. We don't need this. A we never really had a real wedding anyway. Right. Like, let's just yeah. accept that we like each other. We want to see where this the goes. The experiment worked. Hope, it, hope we stay together. And now let's be yeah. normal. This let's might cost date. us, like, I don't know, like $700 in legal fees. Just, like, that's what we're talking about here. It's well right. worth it to not be legally married. That would be the smartest play. So just, like, yes. take the pressure off yourselves. Yes. You don't have to be married. You know, you're not locked into this. Jessica and Ryan, like... You, like I, you've, you've known each other for six weeks. You hate each other for four of them. Like, maybe you should take this a bit slower. It really it blows my mind. They both are like emphatically, yes, we love each other now. It's been two great weeks. That's crazy. Uh, and and then and next we have Sean and Davina. Yes. Right. They again were blissful at first, passionate makeout at the altar, like like really into each other. And it just didn't work. They didn't have sex the entire six weeks. The entire time. Although he did like say they like hooked up and like messed around. And the way he referred to it was like we've both gone below each other's Mason Dixon lines. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh, Sean, Sean, you're not ready for marriage. Yeah, you're not. Dude. You're not ready for high school. Yeah. <laughs> She's like pretty mean to him. Like she like did. They did not like each other. No. I loved. I, so they both decided to get a divorce. And then they like kind of like, start going at each other. And like it would be passive aggressive, but they're sitting next to each other. So it's just aggressive. Yes. And I like. It was like the most interesting part of the show, possibly, when like they're kind of like when she was like, "This is why I want a divorce. Like, you didn't support me. You didn't really take charge. Like all this stuff. Like you're not." She's like, "I want to rock." She's like, "She's like, I need a strong man." That's when yeah. it started. She was like, "You know, I need someone who's strong." And it was like, "Okay, 
And he's like, well, I'm not weak. And it turned into this thing. It was just like, God. I know. It was, that's like pretty, pretty upsetting. And then they didn't really even say goodbye when he left the apartment. They both like it. got out of there soon. But they also, like the producers, like they only, this is their only option, but they try to make it seem like this is a big reveal to each other. Yeah. But it's like, it's, we're talking about getting married. Like, how do you not know? Like, they live together. Like, it's not like they're like, hey, like, let's just say, it's like when me and you save a conversation for the podcast, like, let's just save this for yeah. the, you know, save this for the matchmakers. Like, totally. no, no, that's not what's happening. Um, also, like, they, like went through this big thing of like getting their wedding photos framed and he was like oh do you want these and she was like i guess for the frames <laughs> and, then, and then he took like this one big one that was like blown up and i was like i'm just thinking like what are you gonna do with that i hope he's saving it it's to, like, a burn funny relic a, burn was, in the fire it's a funny relic you know it's like oh that's the time i married a stranger shocked <laughs> who, after that. who, who hated th- me and said that yeah, i was a weak, weak man, man. Like, who would have thought that didn't work <laughs> out oh huh, i remember her so in case i'm ever feeling good about myself i look at this picture and remind myself i'm a weak man the most interesting decision though we knew which I, I knew but then Ryan and Jessica were going to stay together I had a feeling I think there's a reunion next week I predict they're broken up oh yeah everyone's broken up you crazy they're strangers and they got married Juliet like come on he also shaved off all of his hair and I feel like if you're like in a good place you don't go you don't give yourself a buzz cut who he went Ryan. bald Ryan did yeah I can see that though he had a very trendy hairstyle sure you know what I mean? Maybe the only was, way to start fresh was to yeah, get Yeah, maybe he looked it. around and he was like, this is like not happening anymore. Like Ryan Schnozling has this too. Like we got to move on. Schnoz's is better. Come on. It is Don't, don't insult better. the schnoz. The schnoz does have a better Ride or haircut. die with the schnoz. I know you love the schnoz. <laughs> and we have uh, Jacqueline and Ryan. Jacqueline lives in New Jersey, like not Hoboken, like New Jersey. And he lives in Long Island, but, like not Forest Hills, like Long Island. Yeah, like, you know? I think he lives like in Suffolk County, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, she works for Tito's Vodka. Forest Hills is in Queens, my bad. Oh, she does? Yeah. I love Tito's Vodka. Yeah. They did some point, like, like, and she's like, and I work in this male-dominated industry. It's like, is, is alcohol sales male-dominated? No clue. I guess. I think, and this, I think it is cool that she works for Tito's. It's like very in, but I think Tito's is vastly overrated. I do not like oh, it. Oh, no. See, you, you don't, see. <clears throat> I do not like it. I, first of all, let, let me just go here. Like, maybe we'll do a vodka taste test because it's like I, I think I'm, like I think with alcohols, especially people are more brand loyal than product loyal. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if I gave you a bunch of different vodkas, I guarantee you would not have any idea which one was which. If we did a blind taste test, I think I don't like Tito's because it's gluten free. That's why I, I like. I don't. Oh, so it's, it's it's a brand association. Like, it's not product. Like, if you're no, like, I think it is product. Like the way it tastes in a Juliet is not like other vodkas. That's just not Juliet. You're wrong. You're wrong. Let's do a taste test. I, oh, no, we, I don't want that. Can we legally no, do that? we cannot legally do that. We're not doing that. We'll do it off, off air. Yes, we'll not do that. We will do that on our own time. Anyway, it is, it is like if you're going to, that's a cool brand to work for. Like Cheetos is hip and in. Yeah, in, in Austin. Austin, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, she, yeah. Like she probably has to like go to cool Austin events. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, Ryan. I have to fly to Austin sorry, for a few busy. days. Sorry, busy. And then she comes back. She's like, I'm just so tired. I'm going to take a nap. Uh, she's like, oh, I've had so many breakfast tacos. I yeah. just need to go lie down. Yes. Um, and Anyway, so Ryan works in real estate in Long Island, and she's traveling the world on behalf of Tito's. And she's really into ballroom dancing, which we learned as well. Which mm-hmm. I really like her. Like I, I think she seems like, I like her, like fun and like outgoing. However, I want to hang with her. Like I don't want to make out with her. And I kind of felt like that's how her and Ryan like fell into that. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? They, they kind of went like down. They hate each other. Up. They kind of got into each other, and then went like into the friend zone, kind of. She ended up really liking him I guess so they both they chose to stay married I feel like if, out of the three of them they're most likely to still be together in some capacity um, but I don't think he likes her like I think he wants to be married because like he thinks it's time but he just doesn't like her 
I just think that she's too much for him. We have to remember what his lifestyle was before he went on this television program, and it was living with his mom. You know what I mean? And taking care of his niece, which is which happens because of very un- unfortunate circumstances and like a tragedy. But like his, he, it's a very jarring thing to be living with your mom and taking care of your niece in a home that you grew up in to like be married and like live with a like very strong willed, extroverted, yeah, you know, successful, independent young woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that partnership is like it's just a big leap. It's also like he's never had uh, curry. Like she's she's half Indian, yeah. so she takes him to Indian food, and like he can like barely keep it down. He's like about to gag or something. It's just like where are you? Like they have, here's the thing: they some people are weird eaters, Island. though. We have to, so. Some people are really weird eaters, which which reminds me, we have to get to record food news. So let's <laughs> okay. breeze, let's breeze through this, okay? <laughs> All right, next weird watches. You go first. Uh, I watch Rich Kids of Instagram. I am absolutely in love. I love 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 Irving Magic Johnson Jr. <laughs> EJ, as he's known, is Magic's, Magic's son, and he is just a huge personality, so likable, so funny, so like spontaneously off-the-cuff funny. He's just excellent, excellent, excellent television. This is not a great show, but it's worth watching just because of EJ. I'll give it a shot. He's great. And they're funny. Like this group Is, is Dorothy is... still on it? I think so. Which one's that? Um, I don't know. She's like her dad is like, oh, they're all rich kids. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all still on it. I think they added one of David Hasselhoff's daughters. Oh, but it's it's the a Hoff. Uh, cool. Yeah, the Hoff is involved. They have, um, but it's just like they're they're rich and they're all, they're from Beverly Hills. And it's kind of deplorable for that reason. But they are funny people. You know what I mean? They yeah. have funny lines. Like this one guy was describing his girlfriend. He's like, you know, she's smart and she's successful, and I have to add skinny or else she'll kill me. <laughs> it's like it's just funny. Like that's a funny like line. Yeah, you know I like what I mean? That. That's funny. It all was right. like it's, it's it's funny. I went back to the HGTV well and I dove, dove into Property Brothers. Good. The safety of the HGTV well. Yeah. Drank the waters of it's life. It's always always there for you. Yes. Um, two observations about the network. They've kind of doubled down on the success of House Hunters, so everything is like a property search. Like yes. Island Hunters or like Lake Village, Lake Village Bargain Buyers mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just like, I, I actually this, prefer the renovation shows. This I, happens know? to networks a lot. They yeah. find something that works, and then they double down on it to like hold the audience and like keep that thing. But sometimes it's just like, this is too much. You remember like VH1 with their like Search of Love shows? Yeah. It's just like, this is, no. There's like a simple magic of House Hunters that is not easily replicable, it turns yes. out. And like it doesn't apply to like, oh, I'm looking for like a place to dock my boat. Like, uh, you know, it just doesn't work. Um, I feel you. And then I feel the Property Brothers have gotten too famous. They're a little too big. I liked it when they were like less assuming, <laughs> and now they have like three shows. They're not like Imagine Dragons, Juliet. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, you're talking. I liked them better before they sold <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. Like, like, oh god, now they're headlining Coachella. Can you believe it? I remember when they were on like the drug stage. I do like it. I liked it better when there was more like just like random couples in Toronto, and like they weren't. I don't know. The show used to be just more um, like kind of more like public accessy, and I liked that better. But that said. When I'm just sitting at home and I'm like tired and it's like Saturday at three o'clock, Property Brothers is a perfect show to watch. It works. I went, I went as promised. I went deep into the weird well, and I also went back in time. I used to watch Wife Swap with my wife a wow. lot when it was like not I've never celebrities. Seen it. But this week I watched Celebrity Wife Swap um, per Molly Lambert's suggestion. Mm. Shout out to Molly. She, um, she, it was Jeremy London from Party of Five. Oh my god. Also. Just do yourself a favor, wherever you are right now, Google, I know you've got a phone or whatever, Google Jeremy London hostage. Oh, God. Crack. Ooh. Just Google crack. that. Yeah. Google that. And it's Drugs? a really interesting story. What? That where I believe someone was convicted of 
it, it's a really interesting story that I would don't even want to comment on. I just want you to learn for yourself. But it was uh, that in the Queen of Versailles. Have you heard of this Versailles place yeah, in Florida? I don't, I didn't, this isn't a thing it's that's a in my world. Yeah, like I didn't know anything about this. But she was also on it. And they swapped wives and whatever happened, her, happened. Her daughter died this week. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a, there was that angle to it, which I didn't want to mention. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, it would be weird to have it on the, to mention it and not mention that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like to keep it light around here, All around right. my reasons, you know? Well, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, Google that too. <laughs> uh, let's go to news. News, big news up top. This one is really important, particularly for you. You know, I love the show Naked and Afraid. And I judge that not by just saying it out loud, but by my actions. When I see on, when I push list on my remote and Naked and Afraid is new and fresh on there, it, it automatically becomes the priority. Automatically. Automatically. I love that show. And they took that show and made it better. If you don't know the show, they take two people, they take their clothes off, and they make them live on nothing for 21 days. It's crazy. It makes Survivor look like summer camp. <laughs> and they now taken that show. One thing that it's missing, though, is there's two people. Oh, guess what happens after you don't eat for, like, four days? Hate each other. You lose all your energy. Yeah. Like, they can't speak after, like, day 14 or 10. But now they've they've sort of, like, so the social dynamics sort of, like, take a back seat to just survival. So what they've done, if they've got this new show, Naked and Afraid XL, 12 people, six men, six women, previously on the show, create, like, a little community and survive their naked and afraid for 40 days, which I'm really excited about because there's going to be so much more of the social interaction yeah. and and the disagreements and the teamings ups and the alliances and like the two people and like oh we're gonna start our own camp over here that's totally gonna happen because it happens when there's just two of them they try to split up i'm just fired up about it i'm way more interested in xl than i am in regular because i as you know i like relationships and like yes. people surviving i'm just like okay i know that you're gonna survive because like yeah, otherwise the show they would wouldn't be canceled. air this yeah, yeah, yeah. and i always root for a tiger to eat somebody yeah. i'm like i would know about it like it would be exactly. headline news it, yeah. you would know about it they're going to survive and like they're usually kind of mean to each other or like they just like you know it's almost it's almost like they also try to keep it asexual mm. like you know if you're naked and alone in the woods like it's just not sexy at all yeah there's nothing sexual about what happens on that show at yeah all. and so i i just like there's nothing like for me to gravitate towards really I, that's why <laughs> yeah, i get bored yeah, okay, okay. after 20 minutes i'm like okay these are the horrors of being being naked and afraid in the yeah. amazon i don't want to do that i love it and like we're, but like for an usually not so wrong about shows juliet <laughs> But I feel like XL, like the social dynamics, really appeal to I'm me. I'm excited about it, and so I, I think that sounds great. Um, Paradise update. Uh, by the way, shout out to Caitlin Mangum once again. Of course, as always, coming thank through, you. Through. Also, shout out to Reality Steve. Yeah, um, thank goodness. According to Reality Steve, Claire Crawley will be on the show. Thank goodness. We can't yes, have Paradise without Claire. And without, she was a, a, a glaring omission. It's like the cast without LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Can't do it. Um, also, Ashley I's sister Lauren is joining the show. I think she's they they were teasing Kono's sister Lauren. Yeah, Ashley I. She was She's the Kardashian looking one. Yeah. She they've been teasing like a secret like a surprise guest and it, uh, apparently it's Lauren. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um also a virgin or nah? I don't know. Good question. Speaking of The Bachelor, Andy is doing her own internet show about moving from Atlanta to, to New York. What? Andy wants to go to a place where you could get more fame? What? what? I thought she was just a down-home girl from Georgia. And she, she was, was so into her job as a prosecutor. Huh. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Huh. What about Chris Sewell's? He would never sort of like leave his roots and establish character and what was so important to him behind in search of fame. Would he? Would he? I don't, I don't know Let's about that. Let's take a look at the next item on the list. <laughs> um, uh, 
You don't have that one on the list? No, I don't. Chris Sewell's announced his own show, dude. He did? You didn't see this? No. Oh, I was hoping it was on the list so I didn't have to have the details. What was it Yeah, about? I don't know. I mean, if you Google Chris Sewell's reality show, I kind of just saw headlines. I didn't, oh. like, dive in. But, yeah, he's got his own. He's, like, announcing a new project, much like Andy is. Oh, and all right. And, it, you know, I thought it was, like, so important to be at home for harvest time. I thought that, like, you yeah. know, I thought Iowa was where gotta his drive life was going to be. Huh. Hmm. hmm. So he had a breakup recently? That's so surprising. Oh, hmm. my God. Shocker. Who would have thought that um, these, uh, these people want to be famous? This is There's another new show coming that I'm legit excited about, which is Master P is getting his own reality show. Why is it taking this long? Is Romeo involved? Yes. Oh, okay, it, thank you very much. That's all I need to know. It's like Empire. It's like that's like, because Empire is so successful. Oh, the real Empire? Yeah. yeah. But you know who is the real Empire? Is the Murdoch family. That's the real Empire. I did see you tweet about that, and I read the first, like, paragraph, like, you know, five paragraphs of the thing that you tweeted about the yeah. Murdoch family and, like, how turmoil it is. And then I went to the bottom, and it was like, page one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I was like, what? It's like, <laughs> Juliet, doing what do you think i have like a full afternoon like wait come on i just am so intrigued by them like it's it's amazing he has like three three adult let's just do non-reality news right now okay non-reality news love it so rupert murdoch is announcing that his son james is taking over um 20th century fox which is separate from like their news holdings basically they they split the company but and then rupert murdoch is like joining the board and Mm. that's like for a long time, there's been questions of secession. He has three kids, James, Elizabeth, and Lachlan, that from one woman. And then he has some younger kids from his ex, now ex-wife, Wendy. And there's just been... It is a lot like Empire. It's like, who's going to take over like the Murdoch fortune? Yes. James or Lachlan? He had a very... And Lachlan has a single, not called Drip Drop. It's called Hip Hop. But it sounds a lot <laughs> like it. And they're probably going to end up in court. <laughs> totally. Yes. And then he also... He married a much younger woman who the kids assume was like just there for the money. Mm. And there's just been a, a lot of fallout between them. And it's just... It's very interesting. And so... You should read this article. It's from New York Magazine. It's from like 10 years ago. And it's about how Lachlan kind of was like the prodigal son, like didn't fall in line. He's kind yeah, of like the- but he uh, messed it up. Yeah. He's kind of- All he, over crime line. He's kind Roger of- Roger Ailes' show. I read the thing, man. <laughs> yeah. But then I got to the second page. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And then it's like, that it was more complicated by the fact that you, with all the news holdings, it was like they couldn't keep it a secret. And then Roger, like, Roger Ailes like, rose in the ranks of News Corp as well. See, I don't care so much about this, but I care that you care. I can tell this you're like in on this story, which makes me happy. All Murdoch news I'm really into. Like when he was being tried for um, invading privacy. Is this a new in the- segment? <laughs> this Week in Murdoch? <laughs> I wish I wish there was enough Murdoch news to support it. Yeah. But like when he was on trial in the UK, I watched like a live stream on my computer. Don't admit things like that. <laughs> well, I got to see them throw the pie in his face live. It was amazing. What? Yeah, some someone like went to heckle at the at the trial in England and they threw a pie in his face and Wendy, his wife at the time, like jumped up and like attacked the pie thrower. Good for Wendy. This was like in 2010 or 11. It was wow. amazing. It was I don't amazing. remember this news story. There's so much Murdoch drama. I love it. Shout out to the Murdochs. Google yeah. that too while you're at it. All right, back All right, to the We got to go quickly TV through news. the rest of the news. Um, there's also going to be a TV show about female pastors. I'm not going to be watching that. Yeah, I don't like televised religion. Keep it private. And also one about British people in their 80s. I will watch that. I will not watch that. You and won't? I'm not going to talk about it. Hell no. Wow. Uh, and if we needed any more proof that reality TV is not good for relationships, the uh, little, the little big people, little world couples getting divorced after 27 oh, years. Oh, man, I really like that couple. <laughs> that really I watched a couple me. episodes of that. I saw them at a restaurant once, too. It really upset. I saw them on Cape Cod. It really bothers me. It's sad. It doesn't bother yeah. me. It's fine. It's sad. Oh, man. What a bummer. Um, and some Kylie Jenner news. She says her mom cut her off financially three years ago. I don't I believe for that everything. for a second. I don't care. Shouldn't she pay for everything if she's like making a lot of money on her I own? No, but it's just like none, none of that matters. Also, you know it's like I mean? Kylie. Rich. Your mom gave you this career so that you would yeah. pay. Like that's why yeah, you're famous. That's kind of what's didn't, happening. Didn't just happen to you. 
I'm hungry, and we're about to record food news, which comes out every Monday morning, 15-minute micro-pod about the week in food news, and we're going on a flight of weird chip cracker things. Things I found at the grocery store. Look for that on Monday. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.